Are you intimidated or scared of riding your bike in the dark? If so, I'm going to help you out in this episode of the Fem Cyclist Podcast. We're going to talk about riding on the road in the dark and also trail riding in the dark. In episode two of the Fem Cyclist Podcast, we talked about finding time to ride and riding in the dark is one of the best ways to find more time to ride. If you feel confident riding in the early morning or in the evening, especially during the seasons with shorter daylight hours you're just going to find a lot more time to ride you're going to be able to more confidently bike to work if it's early or late so stick around here after the intro we're going to give you some tips for biking in the dark you're listening to the femme cyclist podcast and i'm your host kristen bonkowski like most of you i'm a bicycle obsessed rider and sometimes racer Each week, I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At FemCyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, you'll find your tribe here. The first thing you should think about is what's your priority? Do you want to see or to be seen? And this is really going to depend on what kind of riding you're doing. Mountain bike riders need to be able to see. You're going fast down a trail. You don't have street lights and car lights. So your priority really needs to be to be able to see. Road bikers and commuters need to be able to be seen quickly and easily by cars and pedestrians. There's a lot more lights around when you're riding it on the road at night from streetlights and cars. So you don't have to worry quite as much about having a bright headlight. You need to be worried more about having light that allow you to be seen and you should also make sure you're choosing clothing and accessories that make sure you're visible to cars and to other folks on the road. If you are riding on the road either to work or to get in your road training hours then make sure that you choose high vis accessories when riding on the road and no don't roll your eyes they don't have to look dorky. When you're commuting in the dark it's important to be visible to cars at every angle this means from the front from the back and from the side. Front lights and tail lights are a must and we'll talk about those a little bit more in a minute but adding some lights to your spokes will make sure that you're visible to cars and cross traffic. It'll make sure you're seen from the side. Too often we focus only on front light and a rear light so make sure that you're visible from the side. Reflective accents on apparel are also a smart option when commuting at night. Many companies nowadays are integrating reflective technology into clothing and accessory. Uh, Specialized is one company that's doing a really good job at this. They use a reflective thread in their socks. They have reflective pieces that are added to their backpacks and reflective accents even on their bikes. So if you know you're going to be riding a lot at night consider that when you're buying a bike is the bike itself reflective is it a light color will it um, reflect light well as far as clothing and accessories go they've come a long way so I think a lot of times when we think of high-vis clothes we think of some really dorky yellow vest with flashing lights on it or whatever but what used to feel really dorky is today really fresh stylish and functional we've recognized I think as a culture that we need to bike more, that we need to drive less, and a lot of companies are coming up with hip urban clothes that look good, 
um, and are high reflective. There is one brand, Club Ride, that makes really high performance, fashionable cycling clothing. They add reflective elements to their garments, even their most fashion focused pieces. And they're a great example, not the only one, but a good example of how far the apparel industry has come in regards to safe yet stylish options. So check out Club Ride as one of our favorite brands if you are wondering how to ride at night and be high vis and still not look like a dork. So continuing on with riding on the road, mentioned earlier you want to have lights and that should be both a headlight and a tail light. You need if you're riding in an urban area, you don't have to worry too much about them being bright because there's already a lot of ambient light around. But if you live in a more rural area, then you will need a brighter headlight than someone who's riding in the city. In high population areas, you want to be seen but not blind drivers. So it's more about visibility and less about lighting your way if you're riding in an urban area. Bright taillights, on the other hand, are important on the road regardless of population density. You want to choose a, t- a taillight with a bright flashing setting. Flashing taillights make you visible to drivers quicker than steady lights, but they do make it hard for drivers to judge how far away you are. So that's why we recommend if you're commuting at night that you actually have two taillights. One should be set to a blink mode and the other set steady. That way you're quickly visible, but drivers can also judge how far away you are. And then lastly, in terms of lights, one fun option is to consider putting lights on your wheels. Safety doesn't have to mean that you're boring. One of our favorite companies is called Monkey Electric and they make some of the most unique wheel lights on the market. They've got lots of fun designs that help make your commute safer and more fun. You can also just use other things. There's reflective tape that you can add to your frame. There are blinky lights you can add to your frame. The more that you're actually creating high vis on your bike as well as on your body, you're going to be in good shape. And I should mention too with that high vis tape, it works really well to put anywhere. So you can put it on your backpack. You can put it on the back of your shoes. You can put it on the back of your helmet. All these are good options. As far as which products to use and which lights are the best, it's highly personal. Uh, We will include a link in the show notes to some of our favorite lights. So now we've been talking about the road, let's talk about trail riding. Trail riding at night, first of all, is one of the coolest experiences. You get away from everything. Uh, If you're near a city, you can see the lights down below, but you're up there out in nature. You get good views of the stars. You might get to hear coyotes howling. And while at first that might seem scary, with time you'll just realize that you're part of the night and it's alive and it's a really cool experience. So if you've never tried mountain biking or trail riding at night, make sure you try it sometime. In particular, if you live in a warm climate, night rides are everything. When I lived in Arizona, the only way I could motivate myself to ride in the summers was to wait until nighttime when it had cooled off a bit. Since there are no cars to worry about in the woods, you hope, anyway, tail lights and reflective clothing are not as important as they are for commuting. The main concern for trail riding at night is visibility. It's important to choose a light with enough lumens. The higher the lumens, the brighter 
brighter the light. For mountain biking at night, you wanna have a light that has at least 500 lumens. That's light enough to light up the trails ahead of you and to prepare you for upcoming technical features or bumps or rocks or whatever there is. Trails and twist and turn more than roads do, which poses a different challenge when choosing the best light. So on the road, we usually put on a light on the handlebars, but for trail riding, it's often better to actually have two lights, one attached to the helmet and the other attached to the handlebars. If you only have money to work or to buy one light, then attach it to your helmet. It's going to work better. With mountain biking, we're always twisting and turning, and the way your handlebars are pointing right now is not necessarily the direction you're going to be going in a few minutes. So it's much better to have that light on your helmet where you're looking as opposed to where you're currently pointing. I personally really, really like night rider lights for mountain biking, and I will include a link to my favorite below. They're reasonably cheap. They've got lots of brightness. They're rechargeable and my personal favorite. Now, regardless to whether you're biking on the road or the woods, the most important thing is to ease into it and not to panic if you don't have a great first experience. It takes time to adjust to biking at night. The decreased visibility can add a challenge to familiar trails and it can make tricky features seem even tougher. Especially if you're a woman, we've been, you know, conditioned to not want to be out at night alone. So make sure you have a buddy with you. It's always smart to ride with another person, especially at night. And if nothing else, they can assure you that that ominous dark object in the distance is a large stump and not a bear. Once you get more comfortable with night riding, you can check out local races and events in your area. Evening events are always more casual and fun focused than their daytime counterparts. And if you are looking for some women's group rides and events, we just actually put out also a article on women's clubs so we'll include a link to that. That's a great way to find other women who may want to go on night rides with you who already have organized night rides. I think the most important thing is to just continue practicing riding at night. I remember the first few times I went, I was like panicked. I heard coyotes and I saw weird eyes in the bushes and all of these things. But once you do it, it becomes second nature. You'll love it. If you're riding on the road, you'll also learn that it's almost easier and more comfortable at night. At nighttime, you have all these lights. You have things that make you bright and visible to drivers that you don't necessarily have in the daytime. And the daytime is often easy just to blend in um, and not be seen. And I think that if you practice it, you'll actually really you're more visible at nighttime than you are in the day when you're out on the road. Now, if you've decided that you actually want to try bike packing, which I'd highly recommend, and we talked a lot about in one of our last episodes with Eliza Sampy. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. But for bike packing, there's a good chance you're going to want to ride at night. Um, and in that case, we recommend using a portable charger. Portable chargers are a great option for bike packers. Uh, Unless you're planning on staying in a hotel, there's not going to be anywhere to charge your lights. So you can use a portable charger to recharge your lights. They're compact. They won't take up much precious space. For multi-day trips, solar chargers in particular are a good option. You want to make sure the charger is fully charged before the trip. They take about 30 plus hours of sun exposure to fully charge. So you don't want to wait and do that on your trip. You want to do it beforehand. Our recommendation is the Inutech solar charger. It works also not just for your lights, but you can also use it for your iPhone, so it works great for bike pack. I hope you found those tips useful. If you are an avid night rider 
and you have a tip that we haven't included here, please head on over to femcyclist.com where we have a list of all of these tips and we would love it if you went there and left a comment with your tips so that other women can learn from you and we can help each other all out, which is the point of the Fem Cyclist community to build a group of women that all help support each other and encourage each other and get excited together about biking. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave us a review. It helps get the word out or share with a friend who you think might enjoy this episode. We so appreciate your support in helping us grow and to get the word out. Until next time, happy riding.